0: Hi, welcome to Authentically ADHD with your host, me, Carmen, where we talk all things ADHD, the good, the bad, the ugly. I give you tips and tricks, and I love talking about it. I'm an early childhood special education teacher. I am a certified life coach and I'm a fellow ADHDer. We have a lot of topics that we can overshare and talk about. So let's get started. Hi friend and welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? My spring break is coming to a close and I'm going to be honest with you. I practiced a lot of intentional rest And I did set up some systems in order for me to avoid ADHD burnout in finishing out the year because I have made this mistake too, too many times where I overwork myself in the spring to get everything done for the end of the year and then I end up in ADHD burnout by the beginning of May. So that's our topic today. ADHD burnout, and how to avoid it, and the difference between regular burnout and ADHD burnout. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi friend. Really quick, I would just love to ask you to scroll up on your podcast app and click the rating button and give me a rating. This way other people, they, they can find this podcast in order to help them the way that it's helped you. If you don't know how to do that or you don't have the executive function to do that, just snap a screenshot and share it to your Instagram story and share it with a friend, share it with anyone who you think would benefit because this helps me to help you Help as many people who struggle with ADHD as possible. Thank you so much in advance. You're awesome. So what is burnout and how is it different from ADHD burnout? So burnout is a state of exhaustion brought on by workplace plus another stressor, such as some type of physical or personal stressor. Now, that's for neurotypical people. When you have ADHD, uh, the short answer is it just happens faster. (laughs) It happens faster, we are unaware of it, and it's a little more serious. It can develop into more serious things, such as depressive episodes and or manic episodes. And we have a way harder time Recognizing that it's even happening due to the cycle in ADHD that causes burnout. Have you ever experienced this? It looks like a burst of like energy or inspiration. It could even last days in which we get like a ton done. But behind the scenes, we're totally overextending ourselves, not meeting our personal needs. And then we take on more And we work more. And then we start to feel the effects. Like, I'm working more and not getting nearly, you know, enough done. Being physically and emotionally drained. Having high irritability. Difficulty regulating your emotions. A lack of motivation to do really anything. But we continue to push through. This is for ADHDers. Because of our lack of self-awareness and self-assessment, we have a super hard time even realizing when we're in this burnout cycle. And to put it super simply, it basically is like hyper-focus, productive, then it goes like hyper-focus, like not productive, to burnout. Um, And sometimes that burnout is really, really not pretty. It can also show up as a sense of frustration towards work and or work-related tasks, a dread at the even thought of going to work, um, being uninterested in any tasks, And frequently questioning the usefulness of the job you do. Why do I even do this? It's part of the cynicism that comes along with our burnout. It's that extra emotion of, I can't and I'm exhausted, and now our emotional or our executive functioning. Is being taxed, and we have a low sense of pers- personal accomplishment. So then we just feel like we aren't productive. We feel incompetent, and sometimes we even beat ourselves up. We um, we can experience this in pain. Like I was, res- I experience headaches a lot with my. When I tend to go into these cycles and, um, frequent headaches and the urge to want to take a nap on my lunch break is a sign to me that I am burning out and I need to, to start preventing the burnout or stopping the burnout in its cycle. If you can stop it in like mid cycle of the burnout cycle, it's super useful because then you can sort of self-assess and get better at it as it happens. But what I always suggest is how to avoid it, how to prevent it before it even happens. Hey, adhd dear. Are you looking for some more support with your ADHD? Do you want to learn more in a community with someone educated leading you to learn more about your ADHD and how to cope with it? I have great news for you. I am running my very first small group coaching this summer It is the ADHD bootcamp. Learn to manage your life with ADHD. It's nine weeks. You get access to workbooks, group coaching weekly, and I'm going to do an info session on April 3rd. You'll also get two one-on-one coaching calls with me to hone in on your goals for this program. I can't wait to see you in there. Make sure you go to the link in my show notes or visit authenticallyadhd.org to get more information and sign up for the info call. Can't wait to see you there. Hey listener, if you're looking for a little bit more in setting and reaching your goals or any other part of my podcast, you have two options below. You can join Focused and we both get a credit to our account or you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me in the second link. Do either one if you feel like you want more support in these areas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. So how do we avoid burnout? I have a freebie in the show notes, feel free to use it, but first you have to identify when it's happening, because it's different for everybody. What are your triggers? Do you say yes too much? Do you have too many things on your plate? What are your symptoms? Do you get headaches like I do? Do you get tired easily? Do you blow up on your loved ones? How does it interfere with your life? specifically. And when you do figure that out, I'm going to skip to number three, interrupt that cycle when you can, when you do notice it and record all of your thoughts and your emotions and record your symptoms. So that way you can catch it earlier or to reduce the overall stress to hopefully avoid it in the future. Now this is going to be painful because it involves saying no to people and eliminating choices. To eliminate decision fatigue, we make enough choices each day that we need to eliminate some choices like what we're wearing the next day. Put it out the day before. Put your workout clothes on the night before. So you you have choices that are eliminated. If there's a choice between, you know, this or that for breakfast, Make sure the one that you want to eat or want to have to give yourself a better result is in easier reach than the other things. And then delegate where you can. I am terrible at paperwork. So at my job, I delegate that to one of my paraprofessionals who is good at paperwork. And like delegating at home, I delegate a lot of my money responsibilities to my significant other. And he delegates laundry to me, and that works. Find what works for you. Please do not make this more work for you. Then, resolve conflicting demands. What this means, basically, is resolve things that, you know, I want to have a relationship with my friends, but they want to go out on Friday nights and I'm tired. Either say no to the friends or... And stay home or say no to staying home and go out. Make the choice and resolve it so that way there's no more guilt or shame or, you know, bad feelings with that kind of issue. Then, this this is hard. Because after self-assessing and being self-aware, you have to find time for you. Little pockets of time to catch your breath and take a break, to breathe and process your emotions and your thoughts. And this again involves saying no to people so you can have a half an hour to yourself. This involves you knowing you. So again, writing down those triggers Writing down what happens when you start to feel burnt out, when you start to feel very low energy-wise, mood-wise, when you are in pain, when you are more tired, when you are eating more, drinking more, using more of those unhealthy behaviors that we, you know, love so much because gives us all that dopamine, but our executive functions are being taxed. And we aren't meeting our basic needs. So to avoid it, schedule that self-care time. And I'm not talking about fluffy self-care that's like, go get a massage and take a bath. Like, sure, take a bath. But sit in that white space and recharge your brain. Do activities that recharge your brain. For me, running recharges my brain, but so does sleeping. I don't know what that is for you. Anything that falls under what is called intentional rest, which is a calm state of mind and body. That means you feel safe, you feel restful. And when you are done with whatever it is, you feel recharged. Another way to do this is to build in restful activities into your day. Build in time to sit and scroll. Build in time to go outside and take a walk. Build in time to take a bath, if that's what you like to do, or get a massage. And then find time to reset between work and life and any other major like transitions during your day. If you can find the time to reset between those, your brain will thank you so much in the end. Because this way you don't use all of your brain's power in order to avoid burnout. So some other physical signs of burnout. Insomnia, back, neck, shoulder pain. I also get that gut issues, recurrent illness, so getting sick easier, jaw clenching, feeling overwhelmed, feeling on edge or unable to switch off. So really ask yourself, like, what boundaries am I setting or not setting? You may need to set some boundaries. Also, please, please, please stop trying to multitask. It doesn't work. Constrain down to one thing, get that one thing done, and then move on to the next. And improving your sleep, um, just like in the most previous episode that I put out, really getting that good sleep hygiene and exercising And then writing out all of your emotions to quiet your racing brain before you go to bed really, really helps. Also, we as ADHDers, we forget to schedule fun into our days. I mean, I slept a lot over my spring break, but I realized today, like the end of the week Thursday, that I hadn't done anything really fun. So I baked some banana bread today. And I'm really excited to eat that tomorrow. So, schedule things that make you happy during your day. Make sure you practice things like meditation. Try meditation. Try yoga. Try walking. Without headphones. Just be with yourself and your emotions. That is what intentional rest is. And that's how you avoid ADHD burnout. And that's all I have for you right now, my friends. I will talk to you soon. Stay authentic.